0: Welcome everybody to A Servant's Heartbeat. My name is Kristen. Thank you for listening and allowing me to share my heartbeat for the kingdom of God with you. Well, people that podcast listen to podcast, So I was listening to a podcast recently. Uh, it was Kingdom Speak, actually. And towards the beginning of that episode, Brother McKillop had made a comment that I'm going to paraphrase here. And he was saying that he had spent some time around elders and he had realized or noticed that the older men get, the more they begin to talk about being right with God and making it to heaven. Well, I, I was listening to that on on a Sunday morning. I was getting ready for church and my mind wasn't completely into that episode. And I really didn't give a whole lot of thought to what he had said on that podcast until I got to church that morning and it just so happened that an elder was asked to testify. And one of the first things that came out of that elder's mouth was about making it to heaven and just wanting to do his best to be right with God. And my mind immediately went back to what I had heard on that podcast just a few hours earlier that morning And then to think, here it is again, I'm being reminded of what I just heard before. And that point being that I don't want to wait until I am the age of an elder and bank on having more time in my youth before I settle the issue in my mind that, yeah, I want to do all I can to make it to heaven. I want to be right with God. Because when the Lord returns, the very true reality is there will be a separation. Those that worked, prepared, and made themselves ready, and those that didn't. There is a very real heaven and a very real hell, and there's going to be a very real separation. So to talk about that separation, I want to use the illustration of a scarecrow and a farmer. I taught this a couple of weeks ago to a group of young people in a chapel service and we put a scarecrow on one side of the platform and then a seed spreader on the other side of the platform. And those were meant to be a visual for the question that I asked several times, are you a scarecrow or a farmer? So the scarecrow and the farmer are both in the field. We see scarecrows in the field and we see farmers in the field. In Matthew 24, 40, Jesus is talking about his return when he said, then two shall be in the field, one shall be taken and the other left. Now I know that the two in the field that are mentioned here were not a scarecrow and a farmer. But the point that I'm trying to connect here is that there is a difference or was a difference between those two, a separation that resulted in one being taken and the other left. So are you a scarecrow or a farmer? Now, scarecrows are a decoy that is often in the shape of a real person. Oftentimes they are even made to look like a real farmer. Scarecrows are usually dressed in the same clothes that you or I would wear. They're just old clothes that maybe the farmer doesn't wear anymore. Scarecrows are placed in the open fields to discourage birds, such as crows, from taking the seed that was recently planted in the ground. And scarecrows are not just a thing in Texas or in the South. They are actually used all over the world and have become a symbol of farms or some fields, even a symbol for the season that we're in or that we're approaching. It's about to be fall season and it won't be long before you'll see little scarecrows all over the stores or in someone's yard as they decorate for the fall season. So when you see that scarecrow, Whether it's outside or at the Walmart, consider this question. Are you a scarecrow or a farmer? The scarecrow from a distance can look like a real person. They have the form of a real person. They got a head. They got two arms. There's two hands, two legs, and even the really good ones will have a hat and shoes to boot. (laughs) The form of something real is there. But when you look closer, you realize it's just the form. On the inside, this scarecrow is just hay and dead grass. There's nothing of real value on the inside. It's just the form. Second Timothy 3.5 says, Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. A scarecrow has a form, but there's nothing real, nothing of value on the inside. And to make that personal for us, from a distance, I can look like a Christian. From a distance, I can look like an apostolic. I have on the right clothes. I have my hair in the right way. I'm coming to church and doing all the things the form. The look is there. But when you get closer, when you begin to search the heart, when you consider what's on the inside, is it like the scarecrow? Just hay and dead grass? Isaiah 40 and 8 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. What's on the inside of you? What's in your heart? What's in your mind? On the inside of that scarecrow is grass that has faded. The scarecrow looks like a farmer. The form is there, but he doesn't have anything of lasting value on the inside. Only something that has withered and is going to fade away. So I need something on the inside. I want something of lasting value on the inside. And one really great place to begin is the word of God that is going to stand forever. I want to be very intentional about getting that word on the inside. And I'm guilty. There have been times where I have just wanted to check off the list. I read my Bible today, but I want to learn to get some qualities of the farmer in me. And that I have learned how not just to read, but how to cultivate and prepare the soil in my life, in my heart, to where, yes, I am reading the word, but I am also letting the word read me to the point where it begins to get in my heart, in my thoughts, in my choices and decisions. It becomes the roadmap that leads me through this life. And leads me all the way to heaven. Without the teaching, without the instruction, without the leading of God's word, I'm lost. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't I don't like being lost. Whether <laughs> I'm driving somewhere or trying to 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 figure out a problem, I don't like the feeling of being lost. But there's something about it whenever even even in life where I feel like, God, where am I? What am I doing? It, it, it never ceases to amaze me. When I begin to read and when I begin to study and let let the Word read me as well, God knows exactly how to find me where I am at. We need the Word of God. And I want to hide it in my heart. I want to read it. I want to think about it. I want to memorize it and meditate on it talk about it share it with as many people as i can i want to let this word get on the inside i don't want to be lost you see the the scarecrow and the farmer are both in the field both of them are among the crops but one of them is full of something that's going to fade away dead grass <laughs> and the other is learning to cultivate the ground of his heart to where God can begin to work on him and put some things in him and steal some things in him and help him grow all the way to heaven. Are you a scarecrow or a farmer? So going back to that verse in Matthew 24, then two shall be in the field, one shall be taken the other left. Well, I can say it this way, two were in the field, the scarecrow, and the farmer, one is going to be taken and the other left. There's going to be a separation, a very real heaven and a very real hell. And that farmer is one who was found faithful. The farmer is found working, serving. The farmer is found with the word of God in his heart. So when the Lord returns, it's the farmer who hears, well done, thou good and faithful servant? Are you a scarecrow or a farmer? In order to be found faithful, to be found steady, to be found consistent, and hear him say, well done, I'm going to have to learn to put in the work, the preparedness, the readiness of a farmer. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm, I'm going to run to the store and go grab me a shovel and some overalls. <laughs> but it does mean I want to learn to use the tools that God has given me right now. I want to learn what it is to use and study my Bible. I want to learn what it is to get up every morning and put on the whole armor of God. I want to learn a little bit about being ready and willing to work like that farmer. So this working, the scarecrow and the farmer are both in the field. And both are working. The scarecrow has just decided that complacent work will be his thing. He's not in the business of cultivating or growth. In his mind, he's singing, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. But he's missed the true message of that song. So what kind of work are we talking about here? Now there's definitely lots of work that could be talked about in the kingdom of God, but in summary, I'm getting at any work that you do. First Corinthians 10 31 says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. So in whatever work I am doing, I want to bring glory to God. And I have to be honest with myself and realize that there's lots of things, lots of work that I could do. But is that work that I am doing bringing glory to God? So if I'm in school and and I have homework and, and things to do in school, I want to do all to the glory of God. If I'm working in the home and I'm I'm having to clean, I'm doing laundry, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I want to bring glory to God. If I'm getting paid to do a job, even the one I may or may not like, it's about more than a paycheck. I want to do all to the glory of God. So in short, I want to work with a mindset. Lord, I just want to please you. I, I, I just want to do things that will bring you honor that will bring you glory. Whenever the Lord looks at what I'm doing, I want him to see a vessel that is willing, someone that he can use. I don't want him to see a scarecrow that has the form or that is in a place of complacency, but rather I want to be found doing things that bring him honor and bring him glory. Even at a young age, whatever you interpret young to be, I want to become the worker and the servant God wants me to be. When Samuel called for David to be anointed, David was found working. He was working in the field with the sheep. There's that song that says when others see a shepherd boy, God may see a king. What does God see in you? What does God see in me? Sometimes we feel like we have nothing for him to see, nothing to offer. But even when you feel like your life is just normal, regular, the ordinary, remember that God took a young man who was found doing the ordinary work in the field, and he used him to do great things. If we could learn to give God glory in any work that we do, even the ordinary, I wonder what God could do with that. Another example is Elijah. When he came across Elisha, Elisha was found plowing, working. And Elijah came by and cast his mantle on him. Elisha, to make a long story short, went on to become quite the vessel the Lord was able to use in many situations and the lives of different people. And it's not saying that this work I'm talking about here is fancy and spectacular, and you get a badge that says, here's the work I'm doing. It's more about being mindful and aware that in all that I do, I want to bring glory and honor to God. I want to live a life and do the work that is pleasing to Him. See, a a scarecrow is not too interested in getting much beyond his little scarecrow circle. (laughs) But as a farmer, I want to be willing to give myself to be a worker that God can use anywhere he may lead in the field. Because God's field, it's his harvest. It's big. It's plenteous. But the laborers, the workers, the farmers are few. So the farmer is found working. And yes, at times I imagine that even the farmer can get a little weary in his working. Galatians 6 and 9 says, Let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I think it's it's worth mentioning that sometimes in our working, in our doing, we do have those moments of weariness, but at least for me, I, I have really tried to spend more time thinking about the work and then the priorities of that work. Because I've I've been found guilty of of doing work for the sake of being busy, but I want to be investing my time in work that is well-doing rather than just busy doing. It's getting those priorities of work in order to where I realize just because I can do something or just because I'm able to or have the ability to do something doesn't mean that necessarily has the top priority in my day or in my week. I want to learn to be mindful and aware of what work of this field of God's harvest needs to be top priority in my life. What areas is he wanting me to invest a little more into? Because the work of just being busy will wear you out real quick. <laughs> but I want to learn to have my priorities in order and so implant right things with priority in mind. So yeah, at times no doubt, uh, I reckon a farmer can get a little weary in his working, but when God is top priority and when God is involved in establishing the priorities in our life, the work of a farmer is not in vain. Be not weary in well-doing. Are you a scarecrow or a farmer? Now you see the, the scarecrow and the farmer are both in the field. One is satisfied with the old habits and old ways, while the other has a desire for something new. The scarecrow is in his same old clothes. He never changes. He is fine in those old raggedy clothes. But the working farmer gets up and is after putting on something new, a renewing every morning. So what do you put on every morning? It's funny to me at the beginning of every school year, and that's about the time that I'm recording this, that you'll see kids walk into school and they'll have on their new clothes and new shoes or a new backpack. And they may not say anything to you, but they make the eye contact when they are walking down the hallway, stomping with those light-up shoes and swinging that cool backpack, and they don't say anything with their words, but their actions communicate. Hey, look at my new shoes. Look at my new gear. (laughs) I'm ready for school. And there's nothing wrong with having new gear or too cool for school shoes. But before I came to work and to school this morning, Did I put on something new? Was I excited about putting on something new and eternal? The Bible talks about putting off the old man so that I can put on the new man. Ephesians 4 and 23 through 24 says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So, have you let God renew your mind today? It goes without really much saying or much elaborating here that the mind is a battlefield. We get all kinds of random thoughts coming at us and and floating around our brains sometimes and, and, and we see and hear so many things just by the nature of the world we live in. So if I don't take the time to renew my mind and get something new, that I become so easily distracted by the old ways of this world. And those distractions will cause me to lose sight of what the main thing is. Those distractions, whatever they may be, and whatever form they may come in, can take my focus and my attention off of the Lord. And I become less aware of the very real and true reality that the Lord is coming back. And it really could be at any moment. And I want to be found ready, not distracted. One way. Of renewing the mind and putting off the old man to put on the new is through repentance, that daily altar. Even when I feel like I'm doing okay and I haven't messed up too bad, <laughs> I still want to find a daily altar. I need that renewing to be renewed in the spirit of my mind because my flesh. Will become as strong, as stubborn, and as willful as I allow it to be without repentance. If I don't find a daily altar, I will submit to daily distractions. I don't want repentance to become just an old thing to me, something that I used to do at the beginning of my walk with God, but now, I'm good. I'm I'm chill. (laughs) A scarecrow is going to stay in his old ways and his old habits and be content and complacent with where he is and not have an interest in growing. A scarecrow will stay in those old clothes and old ways of thinking and have no desire to change or be renewed. But the farmer realizes that God is in the business of making things new. And he desires that new and fresh encounter with God. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I want to have a desire for those new things in my life. Titus 3 and 5 talks about the renewing of the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter if I've been living for the Lord a year or a hundred years, I, I still need that renewing. Every day, I want to aim for that fresh encounter with the Lord. I need Him every day in every moment. And we have great services. We have great prayer meetings that give us the oomph sometimes to, to keep going but I don't want to live off of the ashes of yesterday's fire or yesterday's church service. I need fresh wind. I need fresh fire. I want that brand new touch. I'm hungry for more of God. I want to have the attitude of a farmer hungry for more growth in my walk with God. Speaking of that hunger, Matthew six eleven says, Give us this day our daily bread, that daily fresh encounter with the word of God, that moment where something of a lasting value gets on the inside. I partake of something that's going to stand forever. So as the farmer, I want to get up in the morning knowing and hungering God. I'm ready for that daily bread, that fresh encounter with the word of God. He's given us the daily bread we need to make it all the way to heaven. So as we wrap this up in the world of farming, cultivating means that you are preparing the ground for growth. You're working with those tools that help prepare the soil for the seed and ultimately for growth. Our church recently heard from Brother Moore out of Longview that soul winning is a lot like farming. It's a process. Some things have to be cultivated. You've got to work with that soil. And I think the the same could be said for preparing ourselves for heaven. It, It could also be a lot like farming. Every day is the process. Cultivating. I want the Lord to have full reign to work on my heart and and the soil of my life. Lord, you are welcome to work on my heart today. I need you to help me grow. I want to be right with you. I want to make it to heaven. But the scarecrow is not interested in cultivating. The, The scarecrow is not preparing for growth. Two shall be in the field. One shall be taken and the other left. I want to be like a faithful farmer that cultivates the soil of my heart. And it may be at times that I have to dig some things out. That renewing and that repentance may reveal some things in the soil that need to be worked out of me. But it's all part of the process of making more room for God and preparing me for heaven. At the end of every service, pastor will say, let's go to heaven. How? And we all say together. Well, let's grow to heaven. How? Together. I want to make it to heaven with you. I, I, I don't want to wait until I've reached this certain stage or age of life to finally decide, you know what? I don't want to be a scarecrow anymore. I think I'll go ahead and grow. Now is the time to put in the work of a farmer. I don't want to wait until later. Now is the time to be ready and aware. Now is the time to be a growing, working farmer. Every day I want to get out in that field and look towards the sky and realize today could be the day. Mm -hmm. This could be the hour the Lord. Returns. I want to let that realization draw me closer to Him and draw me to a place of prayer, asking Him, God, prepare me. I want to be right with you. I want to make heaven and help me to reach others who are lost in this field. I want it to sink in that we are running out of time. And now is the time to put in the work of a farmer because god didn't call you and god didn't call me to be a scarecrow we are called to be farmers laborers in the master's field are you a scarecrow or a farmer